Today's episode is brought to you by the FUMS Holiday Gift Guide, an annual guide including over 50 gift ideas for those with MS and other chronic illnesses and for those who love us. Forward a link to your friends and family and mark a few gifts you'd like. And new this year, FUMS logoed merchandise. Let the world know how you feel about MS loud and proud. Share your FUMS attitude on t-shirts, sweatshirts, socks, tote bags, a phone case. There are a ton of options. You can find the FUMS Holiday Gift Guide at FUMSnow.com forward slash holiday gift guide. Welcome to the FUMS Now podcast show where you'll gain information, inspiration, and motivation for living your best life with multiple sclerosis. Find us online at FUMSnow.com. I'm your host, Kathy Reagan Young. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for being here with me again today. My guest today is my first returning guest. Last time she was on, several months ago on episode 20, I asked her to go study with me, meaning I wanted her to come back and share more resources that she found with us. So she's back. It's Caroline Craven, aka the girl with MS.com, which, by the way, has won best MS blog several years in a row. She's a motivational speaker, freelance writer, and life coach. Oh yeah, and she has MS. Caroline has toured the country promoting healthier living for MS patients through stress management, healthy eating, and a positive attitude. And now she's our repeat contributor for tools, tips, and resources she finds along the way. Let's go hear about what she has for us this time. Hey, Caroline, thanks so much for being here today and for coming back. Hi, it is great to be here, Kathy. You're my first repeat offender. (laughs) Last time you were here, you told us all about some wonderful products that were helping you and a lot of other MSers. And I'm excited to hear what you brought us this time. But before we get started, I just wanted to remind everyone that you don't have to try and scribble down all this information. And it's a lot. I take the notes for you. So just go to FUMSnow.com forward slash episode 28 and check out the very detailed show notes that will include all of the resources we talk about today. Okay, so Caroline, let's dive in. I know a lot of MSers are talking about vitamin D3, whether they're told to by their doctor or, you know, just learn about it from other MSers. We tend to have very low levels of D and have a tough time maintaining it. So is this for everyone? Should we all be taking it? And it's a great kickoff question here to cover vitamin D. First of all, I do want to just tell everybody that all of my responses, you know, I am not a medical professional and these are things to discuss with your own healthcare provider, just providing information that I've come across yes. as a health journalist Good um, and a healthcare, yes, and as a coach. Vitamin D is a big one. There is proven and plenty of research correlating low levels of vitamin D and the prevalence of MS. It's considered what we call a modifiable risk factor because it's something we can do to help mitigate the chances of worsening our MS symptoms and everything. There is a connection there. So just like you wouldn't want to smoke cigarettes You want to make sure that your vitamin D is at a good level. Right. Everybody's a little bit different. And in the general public, maybe 30 units of vitamin D is fine. Mm -hmm. But we want numbers that are closer to 50 to 70 units. Mm, Okay. And sometimes that requires a prescription vitamin D3 pill to be taken. 
okay. you know, once a week for a couple of weeks or whatever. They're all a little different. And it's interesting, all the different connections between vitamin D and MS. If you map MS on a map and a higher prevalences of MS are happen further from the equator. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So it is. And possibly less sunshine. Um, there's mm-hmm. even studies about sunshine, not just vitamin D, but the importance of sunshine. Mm-hmm. So, and that helps us sleep better. It gets our serotonin going and all of that. So it's better to get our vitamin D as much of it as we can naturally. So of yeah, course, get, get out outside there. exercise, healthy yeah. diet, yeah. but also have your doctor, you know, a neurologist specializes in MS usually knows to check for vitamin D, but sometimes and not all of us get to be with an MS specialist. Right. We have to just be with the neurologist that we have access to. So it is important to ask them to check your vitamin D. There's even been some research where neonatal vitamin D. Like they think mothers need to make sure they're taking a good amount of vitamin D and the appropriate amount Mm. to prevent the risk of MS in their children. Oh, interesting. Hmm. I have had my kids taking D3 for a lot of years already for that very reason. So, you know, here's hoping. But as with most things, if you can get it from the real deal, like if you could get it, get your supplements that you need, your vitamins and nutrients from the food, it's better than the supplements. If you can get your D3 from the sun, it's better than supplements, right? (laughs) Right, right. But I think, you know, then you you risk, of course, skin cancer and all that. We have to be protected and all that. And I know there's always something. If this, then that, right. Mm -hmm. Yep. And even the supplements and vitamins, you know, they're not subject to the same regulatory oversight as prescription pharmaceuticals in the United States. So... It is recommended that both of those vitamins and supplements be purchased from a reputable manufacturer, preferably from a pharmacist, you know, a compounding pharmacist or somebody there. I'd be careful of buying, you know, the cheap two-to-one deal. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Okay. So that's it for the vitamin D3. Good one. I've been hearing a lot about ginkgo biloba for fatigue. And Lord knows we can all use something for that damn MS fatigue. So what can you tell us about ginkgo? Yeah, that's so true. The fatigue, anything to help the fatigue. Yes. Ginkgo biloba, also known as yingjing tongzai, if I wow. said it correctly, which I doubt I did, but I just kind of was Who would know? wanted to try it, right? <laughs> Same with confidence. Of course that's right. right. Yingjing tongzai. I like it. Um, <laughs> actually, what I found on this was that it actually may improve cognitive function, nice. which is interesting. It is. There was a study where they gave 240 milligrams per day of this herb for a four-week period. Oh, that was the study that actually showed the fatigue, the improvement on fatigue versus mm-hmm. a placebo. Mm-hmm. And it was a pilot study in 2006, and it showed promise. Further research, though, in 2012 showed no improvement. Mm. A larger phase, you know, pilot studies, phase one studies are small. They can be like mm-hmm. 10 people. So mm-hmm. when they tout a success, you really have to look at the numbers. Mm-hmm. When it got up to, you know, 60 placebo, 60 ginkgo, there was no difference, not mm-hmm. enough. Gotcha. Um, but again, there's, you know, as I like to talk to people, is it sometimes it's a matter of doing something. It's that placebo effect oh, that brings yeah. good. Yeah. So there is something good. It's not going to hurt you. A 2018 review in April checked out low-sodium diet, Mediterranean diet, biotin, ginkgo, and others, and they found no evidence 
of any of them necessarily except the Mediterranean diet. Now, this was a review, mm-hmm. you know, where they're taking studies that have already happened. So it's a right. little bit different. What I like to see are the new studies coming out because this mm-hmm. stuff is all changing so fast. Right. And the reason they recommended the Mediterranean diet was really for comorbidities, um, just to reduce heart health and or mm-hmm. increase heart health, reduce cholesterol, things like yeah. that. That's a good um, diet. Yes. Do you is. prescribe to that diet? Is that the one you most often? I use? no, I do not follow a specific diet. You know, it's interesting. It's a mix. I definitely follow my macros, which has gotten much more popular with the whole keto-based diet. Mm -hmm. Um, Fats, proteins, and carbs. Mm -hmm. Everyone's different. I do not do well on simple carbs. I can have bread now and then, but if I start having sandwiches every day or Mm -hmm. that bread with dinner every night, I mean, it's the cog fog comes Uh into me so fast. Uh Not only do I gain weight and feel lethargic, but my Mm -hmm. mind feels lethargic. Mm -hmm. and. I don't like that feeling at all. Yeah. 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 And I tend to do really well on a high protein, even high fat, high vegetable, high anything out of the ground, anything natural, not processed, low sodium. And sodium is a huge, really big risk factor that they're Mm. just really cracking into more and more. I just covered it on one of my articles for Healthline. And sodium and MS, sodium is a nasty one because it's not just the nerves that affects it. Actually, what they're finding is that it affects your immune cells. Oh boy, I love mm-hmm. my salt. That's an issue. I know. Ugh. I know. Well, I know. But I'm, natural way, yeah. Yeah. I love that you said, you know, everybody's different. Everybody's different and every body is different. So, you know, how yes. you react to things and, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, the bread really makes you kind of cog foggy and lethargic and somebody else that doesn't. So I guess, you know, as with most right. things, I mean, try it and see how it makes you feel, right? <laughs> Yeah, you know, and there's so many good programs out there. At least try it. I mean, the bottom line is that if it's simple carbs, (laughs) any of that, I mean, simple carbs aren't good for anybody. So you really want to go for gut health. Yeah. That's That's a whole nother episode about the whole (laughs) episode. I just came across some other exciting information about that. Oh, good. That later. I know. Good. I love gut health. Yeah, it does seem to be like that's the place we need to look now. You know, it seems like there's so much coming out now. I digress. I digress. Okay, so uh, next one I wanted to ask you about was ginseng. I've heard that one is good for fatigue, but that it's not necessarily one we should be taking, those of us with MS, that for some reason it can cause insomnia. Is that right in us? Yes, it can. It's interesting. Back in 2013, there was a double-blind pilot study, and it showed quite a good success of Mm -hmm. ginseng fighting or improving fatigue, that a three-month treatment was good and MS-related fatigue. But then in a study in 2011, which was actually a little bit before that, they gave different doses, but they found that people were complaining of insomnia. Mm. And that's not good. I mean, we have enough problems sleeping. But now here's the thing. You got to think of the choices and the consequences. It might cause a little insomnia, but ginseng is a natural plant, right? Mm -hmm. It grows in the ground. Doctors prescribe that provigil 
and Symmetrol yeah. stuff, right. which I don't know about you, but I tried both of those and I have never been so scared sick. I mean, I thought it was the nastiest Coke trip from the 80s that I could have <laughs> even imagined. I mean, it was bad. I was like, I remember. Wow. No, but I mean, it was just bad. I, I function. It sent my body into just worse convulsions, worse oh MS symptoms. Gosh. Yeah. That's so. Terrible. You know, and it's not natural. <laughs> and it's not natural, you know. Yeah. So it's like, it's interesting too, what one of the researchers added on a study about the ginseng extract is that less than two grams per day appear to be safe. So usually when they do a pilot study, that's what they're looking at is mm-hmm. efficacy. They're looking at safety. Mm-hmm. Um, more than three grams per day have been linked to insomnia, high blood pressure, and diarrhea. Mm. It's one of those things Nothing that fun have, maybe, that maybe have a little... Not at all. Not at all. And probably stuff you already dealt with anyway right. because of your MS, you know, rash. I guess you could get a rash. But yeah. if you think about it, maybe when you go to get a cup of tea at night, maybe a sip of ginseng for a change of pace as opposed to the chamomile. You know, I right. don't think sipping a cup of ginseng is going to, maybe not at night, maybe do it yeah. in the morning. It might right. be a better choice than coffee. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's some good advice. So speaking of tea, what about green tea? That's one of those like hot health foods for a while now. And I have to be honest with you, I had tried it. I'm not a big fan. I don't know what I need to do. You know, I should probably, if I dumped enough sugar in it, I might really like it. I know that's funny. Honey is okay. Oh. Honey is so much better than sugar. Go for I, honey if you're going to I go. thought you were trying to get my attention and say, honey, oh, I know, honey, right. honey, honey. No, not all that sugar. <laughs> all right. So that's one we should be drinking. Yeah. Green tea okay. is a mixed bag. It has a lot of antioxidants. It's great at fighting oxidative stress. It can provide, by fighting oxidative stress, can help provide energy for remyelination, you know, natural occurrences and mm-hmm. things like that. But it also has caffeine. Mm. So, you know, pick and choose your battles yeah. of what you want and what you choose. I'm caffeine and it doesn't mix with me anymore. I have it at times because I love coffee. I love tea. I love anything with tannins and hot and mm-hmm. no sweet. Like I'm the bitter person, you know, oh, but yeah. Um, I need lots of sugar. Yeah. But you said, and, and you said tannins in my head right away went to red wine. So. Well, I know mine did too. It was already there. <laughs> just getting ready to rain. And I'm thinking, oh my God. Oh, yeah. The fire, the getty tonight. Yeah. Like 2.30 here yeah. on <laughs> gotta love it yeah well it's like 5 30 here so it's five yeah. o'clock somewhere but there's even some suggestions that green tea is neuroprotective hmm. just to say so even then i remember a study i did said even just a cup of coffee could be so a little caffeine you know might not be that bad and green tea has so many benefits i get a matcha tea green tea with um toasted popcorn in it kind of like little toasted or no toasted rice toasted it comes rice. from chinatown yeah i'll have to take a picture wow. of it. it is so good in fact i'm having a pot right now I was, oh my gosh a spot of tea while we talk yeah oh lovely it seems like a very california thing though i don't think i'm going to find mm-hmm. that in chesapeake virginia <laughs> no <laughs> no it is such a chinatown los angeles thing you are not gonna find it. yeah um, i guess i need to come to, to california <laughs> you do. Oh my gosh, you do. Oh, that would be fun. I know. So um, I interrupted one thing you, before sorry. we leave. No, I just because I don't want to forget this is that what I would caution against though is that if you're going to do green tea, I would just drink the tea 
don't take the green tea supplements. I mean, unless it's something your doctor specifically Uh recommends, I've heard that they can cause some liver damage or I I don't know. Damage might be too harsh. I Mm -hmm. saw the word damage. I saw the word liver and I went, okay, not for me. So not not like the pills, you know, but the pills, no. Yes, exactly. So, all right. When I was first diagnosed, I don't know if I told you this story, but I went to my local Barnes and Noble and I literally, I took over the natural remedies aisle and I had books open and literally strewn across the aisle while I looked up like supplements and natural symptom remedies and stuff. Like I scared young children when they dared look down my aisle. I was like, don't even think about it. I had everything out. And what I kept finding in all of these books was CoQ10, CoQ10. That one just kept coming up for me. Now that was, you know, over 10 years ago. Is that still a good one to consider for MS? It is. It's another antioxidant Uh that's showing potential. The antioxidants are just great. We get too much oxidative stress and that causes inflammation and that causes our symptoms to become worse. Um, So anything to help kind of manage those antioxidants or manage the oxidative stress. I think it's great. Yeah. I did see that in some of the studies was about 500 milligrams a day can improve fatigue and depression. Wow. That's always a good one. You know, another twofer. I love that. A twofer. Gotta love the twofers. I do love the twofers. Okay. That's a great one. All right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And a good study came out in March of 2016 and it was a double blind study and it did reduce symptoms. So there's been some good research on that. All right. Check mark next to CoQ10. So, hey, last time you were on the show, you told us about myotin and how great it was. And I've been testing it myself for about a month and a half now. And I'm really feeling great. I just want to share that with you. I noticed it with energy and clarity. And I think that's what you said where you really noticed it too. Would you mind reminding everybody about what myotin is and what it does? Yes, I would love to. And I'm so excited to hear that. I've been dying to ask you and see how it's been going. But I wanted to just sort of see, yes. Myotin is a combination of high-dose biotin and NAD+. NAD+, is a form of vitamin B3, and biotin is a form of vitamin B7. But there's been some good research on the effective use of myotin, or high-dose biotin, I should say. There's been studies on high-dose biotin, effective use on, again, as an antioxidant against this oxidative stress. Mm, There it is again. And uh huh. And <laughs> what myotin did was they combined the biotin with this NAD plus, which actually works at a cellular level. So that NAD plus is designed to basically potentiate your cells for wellness, just mm-hmm. to make them as you know receptive to healing as they can be. Mm-hmm. So there's some, you know, you can get high dose biotin from other pharmacies, from high, from not from prescription strengths, I should say. But this one, myotin actually has this NAD plus, which is a big benefit. And that's what I want to touch on real quick. Mm-hmm. Often people take biotin for prenatal drugs or they take them for their hair and nails. Right. And there's a big difference between the quantity of what we're talking about and what most of those over the counters are. Mm-hmm. OTC biotin is around 5,000 to 10,000 micrograms. Micrograms are tiny. High-dose biotin, such as myotin, comes in 300 milligrams. So it's like thousands of that other. 
Mm. and it's all safe and there's been no major side effects reported on it. Um, yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. So, and is it the clarity and the energy that you're feeling the difference in as well? Yes. Those two and pain. Pain was my third one. I am my tremors. Actually, it was sort of an everything thing, but I can actually sit through a two hour play or movie and not be totally fidgeting myself out of the chair. Yeah. That's very you know, cool. And it, yes, I can actually, I sat through two, I think I mentioned this before, like two two hour memorial services that were, you know, a week apart. And I didn't even realize they were over two hours. And I'm sitting in these straight back, you know, wooden right. chairs. And I'm like, wow, I didn't feel a thing. And that clarity, that being able to work, I used to have to take a nap every day in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't have to take a nap at a certain point, but then I wasn't really functioning. I wasn't on my A game. I was functioning, mm-hmm. but not on my A game. So yeah. I did all my important work in the morning and left the afternoons for, you know, the easier right. stuff. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, bring it on. I'll write an article in the afternoon. I don't like my brain right. is on. That's mm-hmm. so right. I don't know about you. But I love the taste. I mean, I love the taste. To me, does it taste like sweet yeah. tarts to you? I think it's sweet it tart. Kind of like yeah. a really good sweet tart. Yeah, it's like, like a treat. Scooby snack. I don't get it until I do all my swallow bowl pills. Oh, I only yeah. I have a couple others, but I make right. myself wait for it. Like that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love having you on the show, Caroline. You have so much great information. Thanks so much for being here again. I really appreciate it. And just to remind everybody, you're a life coach. So if people want to reach out to you and sign up for some life coaching, what does that look like and how do they get started and where do they find you? Yeah, that is great. Thank you. I am a life coach and I am found at girlwithms.com. Woohoo! I know. Woohoo! Take that, MS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's a thing up there where it says contact, a uh-huh. little tab book contact and you just people reach out to me i just i get emails often it's really nice and often what we'll do is just start by talking mm-hmm. people want to work on a life coaching session we do like a little sort of a three package deal a three session deal because mm-hmm. that gets us started and it gives us a couple things to work for and then we'll carry it on from there everybody's a little different so i just tend to like to talk to everybody and see what they want to accomplish, what they want to do, you know. Yeah, where they're at. Where they're at with their illness and what their goals are. It's interesting because I also, I get a lot of people who are related to people with MS who reach out to me a lot. I was just going to say, you know, we're coming up on the holidays now too. And what a great gift to give somebody. Like if you're listening and your son or daughter has MS, let's say it's not you, but what a great gift. I mean, Caroline, could they reach out and maybe get a gift certificate through you? They could. They could. I, and I do that. That's a yeah, wonderful idea. That I, would be really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. I like that. Okay. Yeah. So again, give us that website one more time. Yes. Website is girlwithms.com. Excellent. And yeah, I think I'm all over social media at the girl with MS. So pretty easy to find. My phone number's on there. I tell people, just call me. Excellent. It's, Yeah, I'm very approachable. Yep. Yes, you are. (laughs) So before you go, shall we assume the position with the middle finger extended and give this disease the salute it deserves? Okay, on three, ready? One, two, three. Three. F-U-M-F! Yay! Thanks, Caroline. I can't wait for the next time you're on the show. Thanks so much. Take care. Thank you. You too. Bye. Thanks, everybody. I really appreciate you listening to the FUMS podcast show. 
be sure to subscribe to it so you won't miss an episode. You can do that right on the website at FUMSnow.com. While you're there, sign up for the free email list so you'll be among the first to know of any new findings in MS research, new therapies and products, as well as any blog posts and podcast episodes I release. Want to chat with others in the FUMS community? Join us on Facebook at FUMS Now. Thanks again, and don't forget to talk to the stupid disease as it deserves. Tell it FUMS every day.